0: You're listening to Hive Hoops, a Charlotte Hornets podcast. Here's your host, Joshua Balta. Welcome back to another episode. Absolutely zero days since bullshit went down within the Charlotte Hornets organization. I mean, just the off season seems to be littered with Charlotte Hornets news with this current group that is assembled, and so we're we're just going to jump right in. Kai Jones video releases yesterday of him on IG Live, just uh, sounding incoherent not really being able to understand what he's saying, talking extremely fast, looking sweaty as hell. Um, he was dyeing his hair. Uh, he had like hair dye all over himself. So it looked like, you know, he was just redoing what we've all come to know Kai's hair looking like in the purple and teal, right? Or the teal more, more so. Could have been water on his forehead. He is Bahamian uh you know i heard some people detail i was listening to kyle bailey show on my way home yesterday and i heard somebody bring up that he is bahamian and you know that could be you know his accent and you know we've heard other people from the bahamas uh rihanna is from the bahamas um and so you know they have an accent and Sometimes they speak differently, you, you know, just naturally because that's where they grew up, right? And so I hear all of that. It could be water. It could be his accent. It could be, you know, Kai just he, – he, he's kind of out there already. And I don't say that in a bad way. Like, I've never thought that Kai was, you know – out there in a bad way. But what we saw yesterday was different, and um, I don't know. Um, It didn't seem like he was together. It didn't seem as if uh, he was what we've come to know Kai as, all right? an energetic guy, fun-loving guy, yesterday was different. And here's the thing, like this didn't just happen yesterday. It's not like this was the first video that occurred or the first IG live that came out or the first picture that, you know, dropped. This has been something that's been going on for weeks. And we haven't said anything because, you know, it hasn't gotten to that point where you're just like, Or at least from my standpoint, it wasn't one of those things where I was just, like, super worried. It just seemed like, I don't know, maybe maybe he was just looking for some attention. It's the offseason. Maybe he was bored, whatever. But after these last few video screenshots, pictures that have come out, it's – I don't know. I mean, the one that really got me was after that video, like, Anybody can perform for a 30-second video, right? And they can do whatever. But then there was another video that came out where he's, like, laying on the floor, he's rapping, but then, like, he's, like, goes from, you know, singing the song to, like, like high, maniacal laugh. But the one that got me was there was this picture of his jersey that he has hanging up, it looks like, in his living room. And he had, like, he had painted, like, a heart next to it. Like, hand-painted himself, like, a heart next to it and on his wall. And then, like, took a picture of it and captioned it, you know, goaded, something like that, right? And so, it, it it's all of this kind of combining that's got... I don't know, man. It was on Sports Center yesterday. They're talking about it. It was all over media, all over socials. Everybody was talking about Kai yesterday. Everybody was talking about the Charlotte Hornets organization and the lack of culture, the absolute absence of culture whatsoever, talking about the locker room. I mean, you had tons of people bringing up Miles Bridges, and then you had Miles Bridges himself on. Kai's IG saying get off bro. Like Miles Bridges of all people. Okay? Like Miles Bridges was logging on and saying Kai get off bro. After all the things that Miles has done. I mean, you can go back to the to the drink, you can go back to the blunt that he posted, all the all the pictures that he posted himself before any of the News broke about him committing domestic violence towards his party. I mean, of all people. But you had, I mean, people were talking across platforms about the lack of the Hornets culture. And come on, get some damn vets in the locker room Now, this team has no grown up mentality about it whatsoever. It doesn't. And I mean, it's frustrating because, as a fan, as someone who creates content for the team, as someone who watches everything, who keeps up with the offseason and the draft, free agency, the regular season, all of the things you guys listening, if you're listening, on Friday, September the 8th, 2023, you're probably pretty locked in with the Charlotte Hornets. And I know it's frustrating for you as well, because, I mean, you just see the same thing happen over and over and over again. Like, there is no damn leadership on this team. The guys spiral, they do their own thing, and it's frustrating. And Even if you don't want to assign blame to the Charlotte Hornets organization for the actions of their players, okay, I get it. Like, you don't want to place blame on the Charlotte Hornets for what Miles Bridges did. That's that lands solely on Miles Bridges. I get it. I truly do. But at some point, these types of players continue to be drafted, and then they're not conditioned well enough to where they take on that professional mentality to where they're getting into things or they're making these viral videos or they're getting arrested or they're landing in the news. Like this is happening over and over and over again. And so at some point, some of the blame has to come down on the Charlotte Hornets on this front office. Mitch Kupchak knocked the PJ Washington deal out of the park. Sign LaMelo to the long-term extension. I don't want to give too much credit there. That was the only decision you had to make. It was pretty easy. It was laid out in front of you. But they did it. You see the Brian Burns situation for the Panthers currently. The Panthers still haven't signed Brian Burns. So they haven't done what most people see as you have to do it at this point. Like, there's no other option. What are you waiting for? So maybe I need to give Mitch Kupchak his, his flowers on that. Possibly. I'll give him an ounce. So, I mean, we've seen Mitch do some good things. He's drafted well in the second round. The first round, it hasn't been great. It just hasn't. But you look at this roster and you look at what happens and multiple guys comes out with these viral videos getting arrested. I mean – we need vets. We need vets. We need grownups in the room. This is not working. The current roster. And I know like Kai Jones doing this. I hope everything's okay with Kai. It doesn't seem that it is. If it's mental health, if he's, you know, he has low self-esteem possibly right now. I saw some people talking about, you know, he has, NBA dreams, and he just continues to slide down the depth chart. He doesn't prove anything. Um, You know, didn't have a great summer league. He had some highlights, but he did overall, you know, he really didn't help his case to earn actual NBA minutes and be on an actual involved in an NBA rotation. And so – Maybe it's low self-esteem. The guys Kai could be an easy like target in the locker room with the guys because he is that just like kind of fun loving. I love life. I'm I'm I do all the things. Um, you know, he could be an easy target. I could see that. In some of the videos that the Hornets release, a lot of the guys kind of, you know, they kind of bag on Kai in there. Now I'm not saying it's their fault. Okay, I'm not saying that it's – I mean, if you've ever been a, a part of sports, I'm not saying you need to haze people, but, I mean, guys crack jokes on guys in in the locker room. If you, Girls crack jokes on girls in the locker room. But if it's a low self-esteem moment for him, and that's why he's coming out and maybe he's just wanting some attention or something like that, okay. But if there's something more to it, like, I hope that Kai gets the help he needs. Like, I, it doesn't seem like this is just nothing. It seems like this is something. I don't know exactly what this something is. I hope it's nothing. I hope that it's just him making some videos, and I hope it's just, you know, him kind of performing and he's bored in the offseason and, you know, but it doesn't seem like that. And so, I don't we, – we just need some bets, man. We just need some vets. And we don't have that. Like Terry Rogier and Gordon Hayward are the two oldest rostered guys on this team. They don't provide that. That's not what they do. I mean, Terry Rogier is he's still in his twenties. And that's just not what that's not what he brings to the table. Gordon Hayward, he's not that guy. It's frustrating because for thirty million a year, you hope when you bring in a guy like Gordon Hayward, he doesn't just bring a calming presence to, you know, the floor, which has been stated overstated by Borrego and by Cliff, that he brings this calming presence on the floor. Well, you wish that he would bring some of that in the locker room as well. Now, I know it's not his job to babysit. I know that. You know, he has his own kids. He has his own family. Like, I'm not trying to place all of this blame on Gordon Hayward. But you hope that when you dole out a $30 million per year contract spanning four years, that you get some of that leadership as well. Like, you're not just paying for the play on the court, which we haven't seen enough of. But if Gordon Hayward was providing that leadership within the locker room, then – You could live with it a little bit more, but that's not happening. That's not who he is. And so I don't want to place too much. But once again, that was a front office decision to pay him that much. Somebody offers me $30 million, I'm taking it. It And then you want to ask me to do something that's not a part of my personality, not a part of who I am. Like, that's not fair to me. So I don't want to place all the blame on Gordon Hayward. But like, once again, that kind of goes back to this roster construction and seeing – you know, what this front office is built. And I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, Mitch Kupchak provided us a funny moment the other day, and he hasn't provided many of those. But in the P.J. Washington press conference, P.J. makes the statement, I always wanted to be back in Charlotte. And Mitch says, well, that's the first I'm hearing. Your agent definitely never said that. And it was a funny moment, P.J., was laughing um in the press conference social media he tagged the the hornets clip of you know that that moment uh with the little laughy crying faces um he went on air on WFNZ following signing uh and his interview or press conference and he was laughing about it then he was laughing a ton about it um So, it was good to see Mitch Kupchak in that moment, but then like we have stuff like this happen, and it just reminds you that much of this team that is rostered now, I think all of them, are by the hands of Mitch Kupchak. Every player currently rostered by the Charlotte Hornets is a result of the Mitch Kupchak regime. And we're in what? Year five now? We're in year five of Mitch Kupchak? And it's just not good enough. It's just not good enough. It's not good enough on the floor. It's not good enough off the floor. And... Maybe Mitch said what he said because he knows he's out the door. He has one foot out the door. And, I mean, yeah, I think it needs to be. I mean, once again, there ha- there has to be a level of self-evaluation. There has to be a, a, a level of self-actualization and self-responsibility for these Young guys to come in the league and act like a pro, but then also you're not really getting this from other organizations to this level. Like the Charlotte Hornets are the laughing stock of the league. Like you had gigantic accounts yesterday on social media, all ripping the Hornets. I mean, you even had Draft Kings coming at the Charlotte Hornets. Draft Kings. They came at the Charlotte Hornets. DraftKings is one of the sponsors of the Charlotte Hornets. They came at the Charlotte Hornets and the fan base because of all the things that are currently going on. It's an easy – it's low-hanging fruit. It's annoying as a Charlotte Hornets fan, but at this point, I can't blame anybody. And I've defended this team enough. I think that this team can win games this year. I truly do. I think this team can win games. I think they can be good. I think that this can be a playoff team. I think a lot of things have to fall the right way in order for that to happen. But, I mean, we're two years removed from a 43-win season. 43 wins last season get you an eight seed. You you have a home play-in game, at least one. And I think this roster is better than two years ago when they won 43 games. And so I think that this team can be good, but you just continue to have off the court stuff come up and it just makes you like, what is really going on in the building? What is going on in that locker room? Like, where's the leadership? Where's the direction? And yes, some of this has to fall on the players, but a lot of it also falls on the organization and helping develop these guys and get them in the right mindset. And To teach them not to take things like this to social media. To seek out the proper avenues in order to fix problems. If there is a problem, come to us. We are a multi-billion dollar industry or organization, my fault, multi-billion dollar organization with all of the resources. Come to us come to us we don't need you going elsewhere come to us and that hasn't stuck that hasn't stuck with these guys and we have multiple issues happening over and over and over again and I you can't defend it any like there's you can't defend it and like people start saying stuff and like it is you yeah you're right there's I I can't deny what you're saying. It's frustrating. And so um get some damn bets in the room. Get some damn bets. Cut who you need to cut. We still got an open roster spot for that 15th, uh that 15th spot. I don't just get a vet. I don't care if they play. I don't care if they play. Get somebody in there. You need probably two or three. So go ahead and release somebody else. Um, try to move off book night. Uh, Kai Jones, I mean, I don't – I don't know. Like, who's taking these guys? Ain't nobody taking these guys. And so, at this point, you'd have to cut and then get somebody else in. Maybe that's what you need to do. They're not going to help you on the floor. They're not helping in the locker room. Like, a lot of times when nobody when, – when they can't help you on the floor and they're bringing – You know, bad press to the team as well. Like, it seems like that's an easy cut. You just cut ties, you take the dead money. They're in their last year of their rookie deal. But then you got Miles Bridges. Like, okay, Kai's doing all this and he's, you know, he's doing this and the Hornets cut him, but they bring back Miles. It's just, it's a mess, man. We just got so much going on off the court it's just crazy all right hopefully next (laughs) episode maybe everything will be okay maybe it's uh you know maybe it's not as bad maybe this is performative maybe this is you know kai just being kai i don't i don't think it is from what i'm seeing It, it it seems like a spiral is what it seems like hopefully he gets the help he needs hopefully the organization surely they're reaching out talking to him, bring him in, making sure everything's all right, getting him right. Um, Zero day since bullshit occurred within the Charlotte Hornets organization. But until next time, adios. Thanks for listening to Hive Hoops. Presented by The League. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, be sure to leave a review and let us know what you thought of the episode. Thanks again from Hive Hoops.